0: It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Ramenda. Well, the sounds of skates on the ice, and pucks hitting sticks, and all of those hockey sounds are always special on every day. Tonight, the San Jose Sharks play the Los Angeles Kings. But what's special about the sounds of those sticks and pucks right now, Drew? We see a player on the ice that we haven't seen in a while.
1: Yeah, one guy uh, skating, stick handling, working out, doing some drills. Sharks captain, Logan Couture. Um, And that's good. Uh, We know that we've seen Logan in the uh, dressing room. We've seen him in the rehab room. We've seen him just sitting around talking to everybody we haven't seen him on the ice very much and this is a good thing to see uh, the, whatever the injury was it has been a slow recovery and i know it's a it's an injury where he needs to rest as much and sometimes it can flare up again but right now seeing him out there and this is what get, apparently while we were on the road i've been a consistent thing he's been out on the ice on a daily basis that's good news for the Sharks.
0: But this is different, and this is why it's different. It's because he's out there when the team is out yeah. there for practice. And maybe you can explain kind of the protocol of injured players, especially guys that are injured on a long-term basis, and their connection to practice on the ice.
1: Yeah, you would normally never see them out before the practice or during practice. Um, if it would be after practice, once practice ends officially, um, the injured guys would come out. If they could skate, if they could come out, they would come out after practice and work on a few things and try to get try to get back to some skating speed, run some drills, um, try to get their cardio up skating-wise. You can do all the bike work in the world. You can do all the gym work in the world. But there's nothing like playing a game and playing hockey and skating. So normally you wouldn't see them out here beforehand. This means, and I don't want to get people's hopes way up, but you're going to see them soon but it's he's closer to coming back than he was ever before this season and boy the sharks have sure missed him for these
0: 31 now 32 games on the season tough loss in arizona one to nothing but a tougher loss in colorado it was a strange game it started out with that ejection of jacob mcdonald on a play that i thought was maybe borderline but maybe not i you know the way they're calling it again uh, I guess it's it's consistent to the, what the league is doing. But Jacob McDonald's not that kind of a player. But the Sharks were put behind the eighth wall there. And then Kalen Addison went down. So they were down two skaters. So they were down one forward, down to uh, 11 forwards, and they were down to five defensemen. I think that actually hurt more. But yet the good news is they scored two power play goals, both of them by Tomas Hurdle. They've only managed to do that a couple of times this year and Hertl has three multi-goal games including one hat trick and he continues to provide the leadership that's been sorely uh, missed from Logan's not being available.
1: Yeah, 100%. I I've, I've been so impressed with Tomas this year. I've said it over and over again on our broadcast and on the Morning Skate. He has been he has been a revelation this year as far as uh, how he has changed as a person. To become the leader that the Sharks needed in the in the void of uh, Logan Couture's injury. When I look at the Jacob McDonald hit, and this is something that you know we've talked about it again and again, um, it's the responsibility of both players. But in that one, Jacob's not that type of player, but he hit him from behind and cut it. We knew it was gonna. We knew it. Exactly and, he, he, and he got cut. Yeah, we knew it was gonna happen. We knew he was gonna be. We, you, we we called it right away. That's the right way to do it. For the NHL is the right way to do it. Call the five. Review it and then make a decision that's out of the heat of the moment. Kudos
0: to the referees yep. for doing the right thing. I mean, they knew exactly what they were doing, and they made the decision based on the case book and the protocols. But I want to compare it to Jack studnika putting the hit on Andrew Cogliano a little bit later in the game. Uh, it, how was that different? It isn't. Okay, I, that's what I thought. <laughs> it, isn't.
1: it isn't. It was a hit from behind. Now it, it's you know it's a great debate that we that. We get into all the time. Brett Hedekin and I always get into it. I always think that—that that, I don't always think—if there is a huge responsibility on the player who takes the hit to not put himself in that situation. Brett and I have talked about it many, many times about about the protocol of what you do. I used to talk. I Remember, Larry Robinson would always tell guys, "Slow down. Get him on your hip. Don't get don't get back to front. Okay. Get him on your hip. Get inside and then arrive at the same time." But Brett brought up a great point. He said Larry Robinson was six foot five and the best one of the best defensemen in the world, and nobody would ever have done that to Larry Robinson back then. He said so. Guys, guys now are different. So, but and Brett, why is that true? Well, I am not sure why that, that is, Danny, because guys don't get taught the right way. But Brett Brett was bringing up a good point, being the fact that that when he played, you know, he he developed it his his game to the point where he get back there first get set and let that guy get to him and then he'd reverse hit him you know but the problem is is that kids aren't getting taught properly nowadays that's the big problem and you're not getting taught how to give a check and how to take a check hitting versus body checking big difference that would take about a three-hour program for me to get it all off my chest, pal.
0: Well, I, I can help you with that a little bit because I think that the phrase hit, and I always have said this, should be replaced with a BC stat for body, body checks, checks where you're you're removing the puck carrier from the puck yes. with your body. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the definition of what is now called a hit in my mind. But here's the other thing about this whole hitting mm-hmm. from behind thing. Yes, uh, the player that... Puts himself in a bad position does have some responsibility for that. However, um, similar to the fact of if a guy suddenly stops his car in front of you and you rear end him, the onus you. is on you. 100%. And so the same thing, the 100%. onus is on the player as if he were rear ending the player.
1: I, absolutely right. Absolutely right. It does come down to the to the guy hitting the man for mine. You're absolutely right in that. It's responsibility of both players. But the guy checking, going in and trying to make the check the major the major onus is on him. Anthony Duclair missed the last game. My guess is he's probably back in in
0: this game. Um, he's a valuable member of the team, as the coach talked about, and so obviously we'll see him against the Kings, I would suspect. I'd also suspect that uh, you think we're going to see Mackenzie Blackwood tonight? Mm-hmm. We're guessing right now. You think we're going to see Capo? I think we're seeing Capo tonight.
1: I didn't mind. Like Overall, with the Sharks' last game, I didn't mind their effort. This game, though, you're playing the L.A. Kings. Who are a tough team to get through in the neutral zone. You're not going to generate a lot of chances. I think Capo, the way he's playing to me right now, Capo is playing better than Mackenzie. Or he's, at least I shouldn't say he's getting the saves. He's giving the saves that the Sharks need more than McKenzie. So I would say that Capo's the guy tonight. Well, it's going to be interesting. And, and the
0: LA Kings on the road have been lights out all year. A little bit of a lull in recent games. They came back and they beat the Seattle in the shootout last game but uh, they finally lost in regulation on the road. This team is outstanding away from home, and the guy that's uh, really stirring the drink, in my opinion, is their captain and leader, Anjay Kopitar, one of my favorite players to watch in the National Hockey League, and we're going to get our first look at him tonight. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, he's got points in all road games except one. That's an incredible number, and that's a big reason why the L.A. Kings have been so good for so long. Let's not forget about Drew Doughty, too. Uh, Both these guys are uh, near the top of their positions in scoring points against the San Jose Sharks in their career. If I'm not mistaken, I think Andre Kopitar is either 5th or 4th (laughs) all-time against San Jose in scoring points. Part of that's because he's played a lot of games. But part of it also is because he's just such a good player.
1: Great player. Great player. Great person. Drew Doughty has been re-energized. We thought he was done years ago. That's a team that is very well-structured, play to their system. They have a definite identity. It's going to be tough for the Sharks to get through the neutral zone, so puck management is going to be a huge key tonight.
0: And the reason why is because you look up the middle behind Kopitar, you got Philip Dano, Pierre-Luc Dubois, who's a huge addition, and Blake Lazat's a real pain in the neck to play against. Then with Drew Doughty, you got Mikey Anderson on defense, so that top pair is really solid. Yeah. That's really the key pair. And uh, kind of interesting going on in goal. We're going to see what they do in this particular game. David Riddick, you never know, might get a chance to play. Cam Talbot's been the starter, but Phoenix Copley is uh, on the IR. So they have their goaltender issues, but not as bad as some other teams.
1: No, absolutely not. They still got strong goaltending. Is Big Dave's big save? Dave really big save? Dave will be the key if the Sharks play. If the Kings play him in that tonight. Well, the Sharks hopefully
0: will make him make big saves, and we want to remind everybody, this is a sync-up game, because the game is on national television, on ESPN, so you can just sync us up using your DVR and listening to the Sharks Audio Network. We're on the air at 7 o'clock, and we'll see you then. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.